this is Sherry Jarvis with Natural Spunk and Shine. So far, we've talked about Jesus' birth, his childhood, his ministry, the Garden of Gethsemane, his abandonment and betrayal, the trial. We're going to start today as Jesus is beaten and scourged and then talk about the crucifixion. Jesus was bitten, <clears throat> spit upon, and mocked. His face was violently struck, apparently making him unrecognizable. Again, with every cruel punch, his response was only love as he gazed into the eyes of his afflictors. He was brutally scourged with a whip that had nine leather strips. At the end of each strip were little pieces of sharp metal or bone. Each stroke provided nine lashings. It was a common belief that 40 lashes would bring death. Under Roman laws, he might have received even more. History reveals that his flesh was literally ripped open and that his innards were exposed. Every time the razor-sharp edges of the whip dug into his flesh, you my child, were in his heart. Your face was constantly before him. You were the reason he could endure such hostility. Looking to, into the face of those who were cruelly scourging him, he would have said once again, you cannot make me withdraw my love. He would have assured you too if it was your hand holding the scourge. Then Jesus carried the heavy wooden cross that was heaved onto his back. Weakened with pain, he staggered up to Calvary's hill. An angry mob followed him, mocking, ridiculing, and shouting, crucify him, crucify him. They nailed his hands and feet to the cross and hung in between two guilty criminals. They were crucifying an innocent man. To many, it looked like Jesus' life was being taken. It appeared that Jesus was defeated. But his life wasn't taken. It was given. The devil did not take Jesus' life. The false witnesses did not take his life. The Jews did not kill him. The Romans did not kill him. You did not kill him. No one killed him. He freely gave his life. When you see Jesus hanging on the cross, you see love himself hanging there. A free gift of love. Love that had been completely proven and tested against everything that could possibly oppose or destroy it. Love himself was on that cross. Stripped naked, humiliated, hanging there in agonizing pain. And in the midst of this agony, one of the thieves asked to be saved. Jesus didn't hesitate. In his greatest point of need, he continued to pour himself out. He could have said, what do you mean? You want a favor from me? Really? 
I don't deserve to be here, but you do. Forget it. It's too late. Jesus wasn't and isn't like that. He proved his love once again. Of course I will save you, he said. In fact, today I will do it, and you will be with me in paradise. You will see the glory of my salvation. Looking down from his cross, Jesus saw a mass of people, a crowd who delighted to watch him die. If you're the son of God, they shouted, come down off that cross and save yourself. His merciful, loving retaliation was, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. Can you imagine? We sometimes find it difficult to forgive those who hurt or offend us. Consider Jesus. A mass of angry people rallied against him. And you were there too. All humanity was there. Oh, yes. He saw your face in the crowd that day. We all have sinned against him. And yet he said, Father, forgive them all. And he forgave all the sins of mankind right at that point. He canceled the debt of sin. And only pure love himself can do that. He went even further and actually became mankind's sin. Jesus chose to become sin. He chose to have your sin poured into him so that he could pour his righteousness into you. He chose to become something abhorrent that would be judged so you could be free from judgment. Have you ever been mistreated? taken advantage of, or sinned against? Doesn't it give you a great feeling to see the offender punished, knowing they're getting what they deserved? But Jesus' heart was different. He said, no, I'll take the punishment for your sin. I'll take full responsibility. You can go free. The Bible says we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Any mistake that you've ever made, any of the Ten Commandments that you've ever broke, Jesus bore your sin, your mistake, on the cross 2,000 years ago. He chose to take full responsibility for your mistakes, your sins, so that you might go free. He bore the judgment for it, and he says to you right now, as you repent of your sin, he says, you are free. I became this sin for you. In exchange, I have given you my righteousness. All your sin, all of it, has been paid in full. You are totally released and fully justified when you repent. As if you never did it. I don't know about you, but this brings me to tears of gratitude that flow from deep inside my being. Mm. 
how can I not love a God who showed that much love, mercy for me? This cross, this thing that I've shared with you in this audio is called substitution. He literally took our judgment in exchange. He gave us his life and his righteousness. Oh my, can we ever begin to fully grasp this? Thank you, Lord. And thank you for listening.